Welcome to another episode of Below the Surface with MJ. On this podcast, we dig deep on important topics and go below the surface. So today, we have another special guest. You've been on the podcast before. Yes, I have. Yes. And I'm glad to be back again. Absolutely. So we're excited to have Reverend Dr. James Lewis Bumpus in the house. Good morning, MJ. Good morning. All right. You ready to go below the surface let's, today? Let's go below the surface. Let's dig. All right. So today's topic is centered around, really, we had an awesome Sunday school lesson Yeah. this past Sunday. And I wanted to share with the people what that lesson was about. Um, and the reason why I want to share what that lesson was about was because it was so transformational, even for me, right? Like, I've been one of those people that have grown up in the church all my life. But the reason why it was so powerful was because I think it has a lot of implications for people who are outside of the church. Yeah. And so I really want to help those people as we go into a new year. A lot of times people want to think about the new version of themselves and what better gifts that you can give yourself than the gift of Christ. Absolutely. Right. And so I want to talk about. Yeah. So I want to talk about just how transformational this message is for those who are on the fence about whether they should give their lives to Christ in this new year. All right. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. So we talked about the Sunday school lesson and the Sunday school lesson was about Jesus's generation. Yeah. His genealogy. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Matthew chapter one Mm -hmm. and all those people who led up to um, who were part of Jesus's family leading up to him. And one of the, I think, um, great misunderstandings of people is that Jesus's family was perfect. Yeah. And. The truth is that his family was not perfect. They was jacked up. Yeah, it was was really, really messy. Not just jacked up, but really, 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 really messy. Mm -hmm. And it's a miracle that um, all of that came together. And it shows the power, the providence of God and God keeping his promise. uh, And and the way in which God has uh, brought to reality. Uh, salvation uh, mm-hmm. in uh, through human history right. uh, through all of that uh, through all of that messiness and so many times we feel as if that we are not worthy of being part a part of the kingdom that God does not love us because of things that we've done mm-hmm. because of sin uh, because of just where we were born our station in life right. being less than and the truth of the matter is that God desires for all of us to be saved and for all of us to be a part of his kingdom, to be a part of his family in and through his son, Jesus Christ. And what that Bible study, but that Sunday school lesson showed us and highlighted for us is that God works through all of our human issues as one to bring forth his promise. And then the power of God's grace and mercy and forgiveness for all of us uh, in all of that. And so when you look at... So, yeah, let me stop you right there. Okay. So you talked about Jesus' generation and just the messiness of his generation. Yeah. And the beauty part, what we're trying to connect for the people is that Jesus' generation, where the, the, the lineage that he came from yeah. was not a perfect lineage, at all. right? Right. And a lot of times I think the disconnect for people outside looking into the church is that they have this perception that they have to be perfect. But right. Right. And even Je- Jesus's people were not perfect people. Right. They right. Not. And so he does not call us to be perfect. 
He calls us to be faithful. But he calls us to be faithful. He calls us to be faithful. And and faithfulness is counted as righteousness. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that we saw in that lesson uh, as we talked about, again, you know, the faith of believers. And so what God is calling us to be to him and for him is to be faithful and committed and obedient to him. Right. And so... Um, and so no matter what, right, no matter what, no right. matter, you know, let's talk about some of the examples yes, of Jesus's lineage. Yeah. So uh, we, we talked about uh, Bathsheba and David mm -hmm. and, um, you know, God says and makes a promise to David that he's going to establish an eternal kingdom, a dynasty through David. And Jesus is the fulfillment of that. But David's life is messy, mm -hmm. and 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 we understand that David uh, is a man after God's own heart, mm -hmm. and so we see where uh, David, you know, he messed up with Bathsheba, uh, and uh, he has an illicit affair with her, and um, there's a child that is is birthed, and uh, Solomon, of course, is is the son of David and Bathsheba, and without Bathsheba. There is no Solomon. And we know Solomon to be the wisest man who ever lived, the one uh, who understands the wisdom of Egypt and Assyria mm -hmm. or Ethiopia, uh, the one uh, who God uses to build a temple mm -hmm. uh, in his honor and uh, the place of, of central worship mm -hmm. uh, for uh, the people of Israel. But without that, and we know that um, Bathsheba and, and David engage in adultery, that David uh, sets up Uriah. Now, this is uh, lineage. Jesus' lineage, absolutely. Yeah. And sets up, sets up Uriah to be uh, killed on the front lines. Just a lot of stuff going on. A lot, a lot of stuff going on. And then when you look at the, um, not only that, but the life of Rahab, mm -hmm. a Canaanite woman. Uh, who is not um, a part of the house of Israel, but is a woman who believes mm -hmm. and who sees what God is doing uh, and says to the spies who come to her, to her house, and a part of that is like, well, why are these good Jewish boys going to a harlot's house, going to a brothel, mm -hmm. uh, and connecting with Rahab? And Rahab says, that I believe that there is that faith again. Mm -hmm. Her faith is counted as righteousness. And uh, she uh, saves the spies. And I like that. That's the title. Faith counted as righteousness. That's it. Faith, yeah. Faith counted as... But you know... And then what we see too in Rahab is this. I don't know if you thought about this, but we see faith expressed as an unlikely ally. Mm -hmm. Right? Because the children of Israel is coming... The children of Israel are coming into Canaan to um, possess the land. And God has promised that land to them. And here it is a Canaanite woman who is an ally for those spies. And so we see in her actions faith of an unlikely ally. Right. And so I want to apply that all to the people that may not be churched, right? Yeah. So we heard some of the stories, but let's put it in people's laps to where they can understand yeah. it. So we have... All of these stories of just mess, right? Yeah, people so what up. we get mm -hmm. from that is no matter where people are, right? No matter how low they've gotten, yeah. no matter how far they've strayed, yeah. no matter what issues they've gotten, no matter the sin that they've committed, yeah. right? Let's talk about it. Right. 
Um, they're not beyond the savability of God. Yeah, you're not beyond God's savability. And I yeah. think that's such a message that we have to get across, especially going into a new year, yeah. right? Like, yeah. God loves you. He does. And, and he, he wants what's best for you. That's it. <laughs> he, and he, and he wants you to be a part of his family. And he really and Jesus Christ. And and that is that that is that is powerful. Not only that, and, and what that says to me, we talk about his family, but yeah. he wants us to be a part of his family. Right. We already know that his family is jacked up, and we can still be a part of his family, family. even yeah. in our jacked upness. That's it. That's it. Forgives that's us, cleanses us. That's it. Right. And so I think we talked about this at dinner, which is why I wanted us to talk about it on the podcast because we've talked. Most people know. Sin is bad, yeah. right? We yeah. know sin is bad. And it's like God knew that we were going to do the things that we did. He yeah. knew that we were going to not always get it right. He knew we were going to miss yeah. the mark, right? Um, but if we believe that God can transform us yeah. and make us whole and yeah. clean us up yes. in the places that we're, we're not and perfect. The, that's it. And use us. Mm-hmm. Because you think about yeah. those, pers- those, those people that he, that he used usability and I think a lot of us miss that piece in our understanding of our relationship with God that even in our weakness God is able to use us and God wants to use us and he and he does use us so you think about Rahab Mm -hmm. without a Rahab you don't have a Boaz Mm -hmm. without Boaz Ruth doesn't have a second chance a good husband right you know um, and you know, you think about um, Tabar, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 her life. And so, if if again, you know, you, you don't have the risk that Tamar takes with Judah, you don't have the extension of their family, mm-hmm. and and so on. So it, it's Ruth, it's Tamar, it's Bathsheba, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. and then. Even with Mary, the mother of Jesus. So we see her and we see her faith in terms of being operative and active in terms of accepting the will of God mm-hmm. for her life. Let's talk ourselves. about another concept out of this message, right? Because we see Jesus' family. We see the jacked upness of his family. Yeah. One of the things that we talked about was... When we think about it in our own perspective, right? We apply it to our own lives. We have our own families. We have our own issues within our families. When we think about generationally, the curses that we have to break, right? Yeah. How I want the people to see it is that, hey, although you're in this place now, doesn't mean you have to stay in this place. That's right. But recognize where that comes from, right? Because yeah. a lot of times it's generational yeah. things that have been placed on us yep. that a lot of times we don't even know have been placed on us, right? Yep. So, for instance, a random example. If you struggle with drinking, right, and your father drank, right? But you don't know that. But you don't know that. Yeah. You don't have the knowledge, yeah. right? Those things are important for you to have conversations with, with your children. Hey, granddaddy had this problem and, you know, I've struggled with it before. So I want you to be aware of the generational curses that are on this family so that you can be the one to break it. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Knowing your family line and your, your family lineage and your genealogy. 
the places of origin. And all of us, and one of the beautiful things that came out of the lesson was that all of us have colorful people. We all got it. These personalities in our families. And a lot of times we don't talk about those, those people, but you're right. Some of that nature is passed on to us and we don't know why, you know, we're certain ways. We don't know why. Um, you know, I talked about um, my great grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talked about soot. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know, she she's a colorful personality, a beautiful church woman. But don't cross her because she'll cut you. Yeah. You know, and literally, literally, <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, cuss and cut. You, yeah, and you I know. think I think that this message was so powerful because, again, for those people that are on the outside, like, why should I go to church? Why should I be a part of a ministry? You should be a part of a ministry because God did not expect any of us to be perfect. That's right. right. That's he why didn't Jesus come. Came. He came to yep. save us, right? Yeah. Um. He did. He his, his people was jacked up, right? But yeah, he it. provides us a place. He provides us open arms and says, "You know what? I know you didn't get it right. I know you don't get it right all the time, but I love you." Right? Like he literally loves us through that. And I think that's so powerful. And what I want the people to understand is even the people in church, I know a lot of times we perceive the church to be this perfect place. We are not perfect. We're not perfect. None of us in there are perfect. And we come from Yeah, and we come from a lineage of people that are not perfect. Just like God Jesus' people, people was not perfect. Yeah. So I think that's really the power in that. And, it, and that's the power of God's grace and God's goodness mm-hmm. uh, towards us. And that, you know, God's grace transcends all of our imperfections mm-hmm. and um, all of the, the life challenges that we have and all the stuff that we're dealing with and trying to overcome. And, I mean, you know, the sin that we talked about yeah. uh, talked about earlier. And, you know, and, and that God in that will use will still use us mm-hmm. you know and and we're important uh, in uh, salvation history and important in uh, what God is doing in God's will at this time and, and that's the blessing for me in this Christmas season yeah. as we're going into the new year uh, to be reminded of to be reminded of that and um, the other thing is you know so often, the story that we tell about our lives is is told from a male perspective, mm-hmm. from a patriarchal, patriarchal perspective. But when we read that Matthew chapter 1 passage, we see the importance of women mm-hmm. and their important contributions um, to the kingdom and even to Christ's coming. And I, I, you know, I want to remind people as often as possible, you know, without Mary, there is no Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, without uh, Rosa Parks, there is no Martin King. Right. You know, and women have played um, an important role uh, in um, our faith and, um, you know, in, in salvation history and in all that God is, has done. And oftentimes women get marginalized and, and pushed to the peripheral. Um, but one of the things that we see is that women are front and center. Yeah, I think think too what I get out of that is the power of a testimony. You know what I'm saying? Because 
at the end of the day, I think a lot of times, I know growing up, that was something that I always wanted to keep protect myself from, right? Like I didn't want people to know too much about me because I didn't want them to use what they knew about me against me. Yeah. But I think the older I get, the more freer I become in knowing that I had to experience certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you know, like life had to be this way for me to become the person that I'm destined to be. And yeah. I think that's what the listeners should get out of this message is that no matter where you find yourself, yeah. you know, it's power in your testimony Money. to be able Absolutely. to share like, you know, God did love me enough. He loved yeah. me through all of this mess that I was experiencing yeah. in the, in the, I, when I went right and should have gone left, you know, he still loved me in that space. Yeah. Um, and being able to use your testimony to witness to other people, to yeah. tell other people. And that's why I'm sharing this on the podcast today, because it was so powerful to me that I felt like I needed to witness. I felt like I needed to share yeah. to the listeners yeah. just how much God loves us. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? And, and the parallels. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the place from which God has brought us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people, you know, we often say, you know, you see my glory, but you don't really see, you don't know my story. You don't know what I've been through. And all of us have that powerful testimony, you know, of God's grace and his goodness and uh, the way in which he actively works in our lives. And in spite of us, uses us. Yes. You And, and that's the... That's the that's the uh, one of the most beautiful parts for me is recognizing that God uses us, He uses me, mm. and and to be used anywhere on God's program is a tremendous blessing. And you know what? And to realize this is another thing to realize that it's the relationship that you have with God that right. matters right. more than anything else. Right? right? Like. You don't live for the approval of people, people right. but you live for the approval of God. Like that that to me like can bring tears to my eyes yeah. because like that's the person that I live for. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like even in the messed upness of who I can be, yep. like to to have that understanding with him. You yep. know, to allow him like, hey God, to pray, yeah, to to, to yep. ask for forgiveness. God, I didn't get it right today. Forgive me, but that's the person that I live for. Absolutely, and to know that God is faithful to us. Yes, we are to be faithful to God. Yes, and then God rewards our faithfulness. Yeah, I think that's that is the power of the message. For me, mm -hmm. it's God's faithfulness to us. Our responsibility to be faithful to God, and that faithfulness is equated to righteousness, mm -hmm. and to know the power of God's grace. And that, you know, God will, he'll fix it. He'll, he'll work through it. It's a miracle. I, I mean, it really is. The miracle of Christmas, the miracle of Jesus' birth, and uh, Jesus coming um, into the world and uh, being born of Mary. All of that is just, I mean, and it hit me like a ton of bricks Sunday. Yeah. When we were, when we were uh, discussing uh, the lesson and uh, you know going through some of the principles there that all of this is really truly a miracle because there were so many places along the way throughout all those years that things could have just fell apart. fallen apart absolutely and then we think that oh lord this was going on in my family we jacked up but, yeah. but no, no I, look mean, at, I know look at Jesus. Jesus that's right and that's the importance I think of being biblically literate and um, having 
um, firsthand knowledge of those uh, of those narratives and those stories, and and seeing and studying God's word and seeing how God just works through the human condition to bring about His promises, to bring about um, His 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 goodness and salvation. Uh, for us, I yeah. mean, it's just just awesome. It is. So, Absolutely. what we want the people to know before we 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 log out today, yeah, is that God, God is faithful. God's faithful. God understands who you are. He does. Right? He knows everything about you. That's right? it. He knew when you were gonna make a mistake. You couldn't fool him. He knew when you wasn't gonna get it right. He knows everything about you. Right. Yeah, he does. But that does not mean that he does not love you. That's right. You know, like sometimes when a child does something bad. You can almost feel the anger of the parent. Yeah. Like, I'm so disappointed in you. God definitely is disappointed in us, right? But he still loves he us. He loves us, right? yeah. And so I think for me, closing out this year is realizing that I need God in this next year, yeah. right? And for those of you who are listening, again, he wants that relationship with you. you. And that's Absolutely. the only relationship that matters. So my hope and my prayer is that going into this new year, if you don't have him by your side, that you seek to have him by your side. Yeah. And so can you lead the people into a, a, a statement of salvation before we close out? A absolutely. Absolutely. You're listening to this podcast today and you've heard us share that God loves you, that God wants what's best for you, that God wants you to be a part of his family in and through his son, Jesus Christ. Listen, it's, it's faith. It's a statement of faith. It's believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth that God has raised Jesus from the dead and w being willing to receive him as Lord and Savior of your life. And so if you will just simply repeat this prayer with, with childlike simplicity, God, I acknowledge my sin and God, I ask that you will forgive me of my sins and ask that your son, Jesus Christ, will come into my heart. I believe that he is my savior. I'm ready to receive him as Lord of my life and that he is risen from the dead and that he's died for my sins. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for the opportunity to share again, MJ. Again, you guys have heard another episode of Below the Surface. Tune in for our episode next week. Mm -hmm.